Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to call to order the Monday, November 27, 2023 City Council meeting to order. This meeting is to discuss tax classification and set the tax rate. Roll call, please. President Laflamme. Here. Roy. Here. Zagorowski. McAuliffe. Here. Here. Lopez. Here. 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 Krampitz. Here. Dovis. Here. King. Labrie. Here. Pinia Costello. Here. Nine present. Please. Thank you. Participating this evening is Councillor McAuliffe, Councillor Dobaz, and Councillor Lopez. Sorry, ten present. Ten present. Yep. Thank you are on Zoom this evening. In compliance with the open meeting law, the city of Chicopee is broadcasting live and for future broadcast this meeting on Chicopee TV. Is anyone else in the audio audience, video or audio taping this meeting, please state your name and reason for doing so. This includes on Zoom, I believe. Yes. Okay, is there anyone here for public input? <clears throat> Public input is limited three minutes or less. Is anyone here for public input? If so, state your name and reason for doing so. And address, come to the mic, please. No, not on the special meetings. Not on just the main meetings we do. Okay. Sue Nimchik, James Street. I think I've been coming for about a couple of years and I usually start off with um, see something, hear something, say something. And residents, taxpayers, uh, voters come and input. And we always come with integrity. And I've mentioned it's a two-way street. That whatever you see, hear, know, that hopefully you share it with us. Why? Well, we're taxpayers, residents, and what else are we? Oh, yes, voters. Okay. So do you know anything that we should know? See, I love an even playing field where there's no favors or anything so that anyone, tall or taller, intelligent or more intelligent, handsome or more handsome, are all treated equally. Okay. So here's a question, please. And I've attended, you know, public safety Zooms, <laughs> donor committees, council meetings. And... I hear a lot of things and things come rushing to mind. And here's one question, please. It was about a year ago, I think it was at this similar meeting. And there was a counselor, I think it was uh, Councillor Lopez, who asked about exemptions last year, the year before, and was met with a bit of resistance and incomplete information from perhaps the assessor's department. And it's lovely seeing you here, Vic, because you remind me of your dad, okay? So I'm just wondering if you have those numbers today to create an even playing field for people out there. If there are exemptions to be taken by the hardworking, listening ears and watching eyes called the taxpayers who live in homes, own it and live there. It's an even playing field. That's how simple this is. You know, just tell the truth and represent. We do, we expect it back. Not saying that you're not. But anytime a question is posed, believe me, it's coming from every sing single resident, citizen, voter, taxpayer. And we count on you time and time again. And other issues, I'll be back. 
because you see, I'm way ahead of this, this time, Mr. Flam. Okay. I often think of myself as a soft boiled egg, um, poached egg, or sunny side up. Not hard boiled, not over easy, but just entitled to some representation and truth. And we count on you heavily. So, yeah, if there are questions posed, please get the numbers, get the facts. And let's represent and tell the truth to one another. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is there anyone else in the audience for public input? Is there anyone on Zoom for public input? Is there anyone on Zoom for public input? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Motion to close public input. Motion made in second to close public input. Roll call, please. President LaFleur. Yes. Roy? Yes. McCullough? Yes. Oops. Yes. Lopez? Yes. Yes. Rampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Bree? Yes. Penny Costello? Yes. And the motion passes. Uh, I just want to mention that uh, city elect uh, Tim Wagner is on Zoom this evening um, yeah, participating. Um, I'll take a motion to return to the special meeting. Motion to return to the special meeting. Motion made and second to return to the special meeting. Roll call, please. President LaFlam. Yes. Roy. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Yes. Rampage. Yes. Sobis. Yes. 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 And yes. And a motion passes. Thank you. Um, we have present uh, two assessors this evening, uh, Victor Anup and uh, Brian Suchi, who will give a presentation. And please hold your answers, uh, questions to the end, and then we'll go around the room. And I'm going to have the clerk read the, the uh, special meeting request. To the City Council, pursuant to Section 13 of the Chigabee City Charter, I've called a special meeting of the City Council to meet on Monday evening, November 27th, 2023, at 6 p.m. City Hall via or Zoom to discuss the following agenda items. A, tax classification hearing. B, set tax rate. Thank you for your time and consideration concerning this matter. Very truly yours, John View, Mayor. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Um, we'll turn it over to the city uh, assessors. Yes, historically, we've gone over from the Board of Assessors the uh, the various documents that we, we gave to each of the counselors about a week ago. And prior to that, I'd just like to make a brief statement. Uh, for FY2024, the council and the mayor and the assessors put through the following programs. The council and the mayor put $3 million towards the tax rate to reduce the amount that the people would pay in taxes. They increased the senior exemption on the recommendation of the Board of Assessors from $500 to $1,000. They increased the amount of personal property for small businesses that's exempted from $1,000 to $2,000. The council and the mayor on the recommendation of the assessors created the senior uh, the veteran workoff program, a new program to be administered by the Veterans Affairs Group. So there's a lot of progress made towards tax reduction. In addition, we have a program for uh, a senior workoff program, as well as a tax aid program for those who don't qualify for senior exemptions, all intended to decrease taxes for those who are most needy. I'd like to go over quickly the documents which we have before you, which we presented to the board. The first page is the 2024 tax classification hearing summary 
of what we're talking about in terms of values. We're looking to adopt a standard that will make $110,483,923 proposal for this year's tax. The levy 101 million, 662,256. That's on a total taxable value of property of 6,598,642,283. Now, from the amount of money that the city could raise, were $8,821,667 below the levy limit. And the absolute ceiling that the city at some point could raise is 139 million, 983,557. Excuse me, the, um, the levy limit is calculated by taking last year's levy, adding new growth and uh, multiplying by two and a half percent, proposition two and a half. That's where we get the $110 million, right? And then the, the excess levy was just the difference between the uh, levy limit and the actual levy being generated. Brian, could you just pull your mic closer to you? Closer, please, for the people out. And new sure. growth is the, an extra addition to this. Page two, the introduction. This explains what Brian has summarized for you. The levy limits. What is a levy? What is a levy limit? So this is a public record. If any member of the public would like this, they can obtain this. Page three is the big one, which is the the possible shift of property and the adoption of the residential factor, which will determine what the tax rates for residential, commercial, industrial, and personal property will be for fiscal year 24, which started on July 1st, 2023. The next page, the exemptions which are required to be voted upon. The first is a residential exemption, and the second is a small commercial exemption. We used to have a, a third exemption for open space, but the city of Chigley has no open space. The open space is treated as uh, special programs under the state law for uh, forest land, agricultural land, and also recreational land. So we have nine parcels like that in the city, which are treated separately. We don't need to have that, uh, that vote on that issue. And then the next is the the actual computation, the next page, page five, which shows uh, how we arrived at the figures that we're gonna be considering this, this evening. That's the next two pages, five and six. The next page is a, a compilation of the new growth that the city enjoyed during the last year. And that comes out to 61,625,061 dollars, which is actual taxable dollars of 1,775,210. So that's the new growth that will come back in taxes to the city of Chickpea this year. The next is a compilation of the documents which shows how the maximum shift was done, the annual levy per year, Chickpea history, uh, historic average value in tax and tax rates of neighboring communities. So the first on page 1A, 
That's the shifting of the tax rate. And you can see what the figures are for the various classes of property, which I described before. Page 2A. This is how the actual shift is done according to Chapter 58, Section 1A. The state has a formula based on this law, Chapter 58, Section 1A, which determines how much the property values can be shifted between commercial, industrial, and personal property versus the residential property. And for this year, for the second straight year, the city council has the ability to go to 175% shift, which will, if you adopt the, the maximum, that'll reduce the amount of property taxes for the residential homes the most. The next page, page 4A. This is the historic annual levy per year that the city of Chickpea has had over the last several years since 2000 and 2005. The next page, 5A. This is the history of average values in bills in the city of Chickabee. So if you go to the last one in 2023, the tax rate for residential property was 1515 per thousand. And the average home was uh, paid $3,819 in taxes. The average commercial value was 715,522. The tax rate for commercial, industrial, and personal property was 3,283. And the average bill for commercial entities in Chickabee between commercial, industrial, and personal property was 23,481. The next page, 6A. This is how our tax rates compare to the surrounding communities. As you can see, as of uh, FY2023, fiscal year 2023, Chickabee has the lowest residential tax rate. And that's mostly because of good financial planning. The commercial rates are, uh, are about third or fourth. And of course, uh, a couple of communities like Agawam has the six flags where a lot of that commercial property takes up most of their uh, their tax levy. So the average residential the average residential tax rate, as I said, was the lowest. Commercial is third or fourth as you look at the uh, at the uh, chart. And the average tax bill is in the right column. So the average tax bill in Chickpea is $3,818 versus Long Meadow, where the average tax bill is $10,022. And you can see the differences in between. But Chickpea is at the lower end of the scale, the second lowest average residential tax bill. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our presentation. If you have any individual questions, the important thing that to go to will be the next which will be the subject of tonight's meeting, which is the adoption of the residential factor, which is outlined on page three. So if you turn to page three, that will be the, the main issue of the hearing tonight. Thank, thank you. Is there any questions from the floor? Is there any questions from anyone from the floor? Is there any questions from anybody on Zoom? City Council. Yes, Mr. President. Go ahead. 
Thank you, Mr. President. Um, more of a comment than a question, but I want to thank our assessors for the work that they've done uh, year in and year out to prepare this uh, presentation for us. Uh, and I want to thank specifically uh, Assessor Anup for going in a little bit more detail than what uh, is on the paperwork that was provided to us. I just want to raise a cautionary flag uh, to the council and really to the city as we uh, look at planning this year and forward, which is, yes, uh, the result of sound financial planning has left us in a position to maintain our status as the lowest average tax bill in Western Massachusetts. But as the city increasingly becomes a no commercial development community, uh, and our residents have been sold the bill of goods by a select few politicians in our city to reject commercial development, uh, we are at great risk of losing that banner. Uh, the city is in sound financial shape, largely a result of some cautionary moves over the years. And now because of financial savings and revenues that have been built up through COVID and the different sorts of aid bills that have been put out, uh, but as that goes away and expenses and can continue to increase, uh, the lack of commercial development in the city of Chicopee uh, severely threatens uh, the ability to offset those costs and the need to increase residential rates will eventually come in the near future. So I hope that this council and the years ahead takes a more sound and level-headed approach when it comes to looking at development and rejects the not in my backyard mentality, but looks at it as a holistic approach in terms of what will benefit the city as a whole, um, knowing that uh, we have a lot of needs that need to be paid for. And it is our duty and this council's duty as the elective legislative body in the city to make decisions that benefit the whole city and help set us up for the future. So again, thank you to the assessors and I just hope that folks uh, take note of that and pay attention because that's certainly something uh, to be concerned as the years ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from Zoom? Yeah, I have a question, Mr. President. Go ahead. Thank you. So I asked about this last year and it came up during public input as well. Do we have the figures for the residential exemption this year? I was told last year that they would have them this year because last year they did not come with them. No, we don't. Uh, we're sort of confused here as the assessors because nobody really requested it to us. Honestly, so we, uh, this last meeting where we set the tax rate last year, and I was told that you would have the figures this year. Um, we should have had them last year as well because if we're voting on, a, on an exemption, we should have the figures of what we're voting on. And so during the last meeting, we talked at length about how the residential ex exemption would potentially impact the tax rate. And I was told that this year we would have the, the information. Well, there's a misunderstanding. We do not have the rates. Okay, so we're in the same position that we were last year. And I mean, thank you for the work that you do, but I am very disappointed in the fact that we, again, do not have these figures because we went through this at length during last year's meeting, at length for a very long time. And I was specifically told during the meeting, it's a public record, that we would have those figures this year. And so the fact that we yet again are voting on exemptions when we don't even have the figures of how it would impact residents is mind blowing to me because that's an exemption that, Last year, I did express I would have an interest, and 
potentially using it. And Councillor McAuliffe also proposed using it after I had expressed interest. And so this was an at-length conversation. And yet again, we're sitting here make, voting on something without having the full information. That's very disappointing. Thank you. Is, it, is that something you could look in for ne uh, next year? I know it's too late now, but for next year, Absolutely. we'll talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah, but that's what we were told last year as well, right? Like last year, I was told, absolutely, I'll have those figures for you next year. And so here we are next year. And it's not my job to have those figures. Like, with all due respect, this is the assessor's jobs to have these figures ready. And here we are again without these figures ready. So here we are again as a body, as a council, voting on something without all of the information. And that is neglectful on our end, essentially. Without a specific request for information, with all the other things that we have to do to get ready for classification, that would be an extra burden upon the assessors to do that. Besides, it doesn't appear that either the residential or the commercial exemption have relevance to the city of Chickpea, and that's why historically they've been voted down. This year on the packet, we expanded the communities that uh, get a residential and a small commercial exemption, and the uh, the relevance seems to be that in a community that has a high rate of, of non-resident landlords, that the first one would apply for residences. And as far as the commercial ones, if you're trying to develop a commercial base, the, the biggest companies don't want to come to a community that's going to reallocate and make them pay more than 175% in taxes in order to come to Chicopee. It's a, a negative factor, and that's why the city of Chickpea has never even considered it. So the, I'm not interested in the commercial one. What we were interested in was in the residential one. And we spoke at length about how we may want to use it because we do have a significant amount of landlord-owned units in our city. And we talked about how shifting that percentage could impact much more our residents because it would take off money off of their bills and any bit that we could take off of their bills and shift it over to the landlords, the landlords would not be nearly affected as much by that shift because they are making income off of this property. We talked about this at length and and I'm sorry again with all due respect that Mr. saying that that would be an additional burden. Saying that that would be an additional burden is is kind of a it's disrespectful to the council because that's part of our job, right? Like we have to make full decisions based on facts, and it's your job to give us those facts. And so, I, I we talked about this last year about how maybe you guys needed to you know look at those figures earlier. And I was specifically told that those figures would be presented at this meeting. It's not my job to you know do your job. <laughs> you you all had told me that we would have these figures. If we look back at the meeting last year, this is. This was an at-length conversation. And so, again, it just feels like lack of preparation for those exemptions. Because if you're bringing exemptions, you know, the commercial one, none of us had expressed interest in that. But we had expressed interest in the residential one. So if the council, if even just one counselor, even though there was more than one of us, but even if it had just been me, if it had one council had expressed interest in it, those figures should have been presented to us, especially when I was told they would be. The council has had possession of this packet for over the week. If you did have a specific question you asked just a week ago, we could have done something, even though I don't think that it's relevant to either of these exemptions. 
we also had that question last year where it was like, well, why didn't you tell us a few weeks ago? And I said, because the public has the right to have these inform this information at a public meeting. And technically, I told y'all a year ago about this because we had this conversation. So this is not the first time you're hearing this. We talked about this at the last classification hearing. And again, I'm not here to do your job. Like you are supposed to come with those figures. Thank, thank you, Councilor Lopez. Also, uh, uh, just arrived is Councilor uh, Mr. Zigarowski. Okay, so any other comments, uh, Mr. Roy, Councilor Roy? Uh, I don't propose I know your expertise in this field for sure, uh, but I personally do trust your hard work and your knowledge of your assessments. And I just want to personally thank the assessor's office for all their hard work. Thank you very much. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? I just, I just have a, a concert Costello. I, I appreciate the the hard work that the assessors have put into this, and but I do agree with Councillor Lopez. I remember that conversation, and it went on for a very long time. Um, so I can't. Uh, say that uh, I doubt Councillor Lopez's statements because I can remember that conversation and she is correct, it was lengthy. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we went around twice and now I'll take a motion to uh, from someone to set it. Councillor Brooks. Make a motion that we adopt the highest residential offset at 175% and prove that for fiscal year. Residential factor, please, in percentages. Okay, uh, Councillor, hold on, hold on. Councillor um, Brooks, could you get closer to your mic? It's really hard to hear you. Thank you. Apologies. Thank you. Make a motion that we adopt the residential factor with the shift of 175% uh, for residential properties here in the city of Chicopee. Thank you. Councillor, I mean, uh, mm -hmm. Assessor, and I would just suggest that the uh, the motion include the actual percentage so of the, the residential point, factor. Point eight one two six. Correct. Is it correct. Yeah. Shane, could you make that part of it? The eight one. So where it says residential factor, Shane, just put that as part of your motion. That point eight one two six. Okay, I uh, make a motion. We adopt the uh, proposed residential split uh, at. 0.8126 for the residential factor tax assessment. Motion made and seconded that we accept the 0.8126 factor. Any questions on the, from the floor? Any questions from Zoom? Is there any other motions? Does anyone else want to make a motion? Does anybody on Zoom want to make a motion? Does anybody want Zoom want to make a motion? Seeing none, roll call. I have a quick question, Mr. President. Go ahead, Council Lopez. We are voting on the exemption separately, correct? I didn't hear what she said. No, you're voting on the residential factor. Just the residential. Right, so we're voting on the exemption separately after this vote? Correct. Correct. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Any other comments? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflam. Yes. Roy? Yes. Zigorowski. Yes. McCullough? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Dobbs? Yes. Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dovis? Yes. Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 11 yes. And the motion passes. Now I'll take a motion for the commercial. Do we want? No. First one's residential. First one's residential. Oh, the residential. We just oh, did that. Okay. Yeah. On page four. So now we're moving on to page Four. The two exemptions. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. Three, three, three. Uh, 
historically voted historically the city has voted against accepting the residential exemption okay i'm going to um, ask anyone on the floor do they have any questions on the exemption Get a motion. To motion. Get on the floor. Oh, motion to be put on the floor, please. Uh, no, a, a motion to deny or or accept or approve. Motion to deny the residential exemption. Motion made a second to deny the residential exception. On motion and question. Um, on the motion. Uh, traditionally, we've uh, haven't approved this in the past. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Roll call. President LaFlam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Yes. Lopez? No. Alkir? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Sovis? No. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. Nine yes, two no. And the motion passes. Next is the small commercial exemption. I'll take a motion. Motion to deny the small commercial exemption. Motion made second to deny the small commercial exemption. On the motion? We've the also uh, in the past voted uh, against this. Thank you. For, Any comments? For the denial, I should say. Motion to deny, yes. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Yes. Lopez? Yes. Here? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Govis? Yes. Three? Yes. Finia Castello? Yes. Eleven, yes. And the motion passes. Just ask that the counselors remain on to what to sign the appropriate papers. Correct. And um, hold on a minute. Attorney, can we have, uh, for the Zoom people, can someone, can I sign for them if they approve it tonight? Because we need to get the vote to them. We've been doing that in the affirmative, Mr. President, for every other type of board, yeah, right. whether they're a subcommittee or not. This is, um, I understand that, but it's a, it's a recorded meeting right. on Zoom. I'm agree. I'm just verifying because right. of but it, it it satisfies all open meet, meeting law requirements. And have you guys been doing that in, yes. in committee? Yeah. Yes. Right. So when when it comes around, we'll just mention okay. it on that. Okay. We could have them come into the office and sign it the next day okay. if they're available, but it's correct. The, Hold on a minute. Uh, Denise is saying last couple of years we've just typed in their name as if they voted in, in the affirmative. So yes. Okay. So we can do it's, that. So we can do that. Thank you. Yeah, we've got the vote. Okay. I'll take a motion now to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Motion, motion made meeting. a second to adjourn a special meeting. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Roll call. Roll call. Flam. <laughs> yes. Roy. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Here. Yes. 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 Yes.